a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is Two Feet Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. Sports Network brought to you by the Partycast Network, where the fun starts here. And of course, last but not least, Connecticut's own cannabis media company, Green Haven Media. And we are powered by Fast Track Cannabis Clinics of America, Coastal Bay Inspection Services, and Alarm Engineering. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the highest place on Thursday night. It is 2B Blood. And tonight we have put together a panel. Of celebrities. <laughs> I see everyone laughing. I got a panel of Connecticut elite, we'll say, ready to go to pick up where last night left off. The biggest news I know you've heard it in Connecticut. PVS gets raided in Portland last night. What does that mean for Connecticut? What does that mean for the cannabis community? What does it mean for the future? We're going to find out tonight with this elite panel. I will open the phone line so you guys all will have a chance to get a word in tonight. I have dedicated the entire episode to this. I do want to say my apologies to Spark Kent because you were supposed to be a guest for tonight. But the way the news works, see, we kind of, this kind of took priority. This is bigger than me, than him. We both knew that. He was more than willing to postpone. So, I just want to shout out Spark Kent. And, of course, shout out everybody. The Instagram is popping. 35 people up in there. I see Ken Catrone, Terpene Finder, Batch Boys, Hazy Confection, Cousins Gathering, Danny Lupe. It's fired up. Rapid Dave in the chat. Fucking Donna Taylor's up in this bitch. Nexus. 
show, y'all already know it's going down tonight. And then I'm going to have to shout out my homies from the Strain Kings. That's right. We're going to talk a little bit about that before we get into the panel. And yo, just get ready. Grab your weed. Grab your bloods, your concentrates, your animals. Fire that shit up because it's going down. It is 2B Blunt with Peasy. Drop my shit. You already know it's going down. This is the moment you all been waiting for. It's been eating up everyone's timeline, everyone's news feed, whatever fucking app you use. It's been on there. So I put together this panel for tonight. We're about to discuss a whole lot as far as Connecticut goes. I see most of the people in here. I think we're just waiting for Christina. I don't know if she's coming but i know she was supposed to be so hopefully she does join but before i go any further let's get into actually that's not the right music i want this one is actually no better the ceremonial lighting of the blood this week brought to you by waverillo who by the way why by the way waverillo came all the way from damn near mohegan sun to middletown the other night at like 10 o'clock at fucking night just to hook me up. Honestly, they were just wanted to, you know, give me the goods. And they hooked me up with their award-winning Donnie Burger, which they won the Strain Wars event with. You already know Waver Real is official. So they hooked me up with some of this Donnie Burger. They hooked me up with this brand new Strain Gary Payton crossed with Jealousy, which is what we're smoking tonight in this King Palm. And they hooked me up with a Don Mega official Waver So shout out. The homies that wave Arillo and uh, Strain Kings for uh, just fucking keeping it fucking super cool. They know the deal. You know the deal. Get that endorsement from Two B Blunt. You know what it is. So you know the deal. Grab your weed. Grab your shit. Light that bitch up because it's time to smoke it. If you got it. Gary Payton crossed with jealousy. Goddamn. And this motherfucker hits. In fact, it hits so much. Quick story. When they first dropped it off that night, I tried this shit. I took a couple bong rips. I put the Gary Payton in there. And I took some bong rips. And I was feeling this shit. It's a heavy hitter. I was feeling great. And then I, I, I packed some of the Donnie Burger. And I took a couple hits. And then next fucking thing you know, I wake up to the motherfucking sound of my bong hitting the fucking floor because I had passed out with it in my fucking hands because that shit got me lit. Lit. I spilled the water everywhere. I mean, the slide piece broke. I fucking ruined that shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, what's this thing I hit? All right. Now that I got that out the way, <laughs> you already know what time it is. We're rolling the fattest bloods. <coughs> it's to be blood with PZ. We have a big thing to accomplish today. It's unfortunate what happened last night. A lot of people in our community got, uh, you know, arrested, are now facing criminal charges, 
uh, are going to be heading up, you know, going to court and this and that, um, which we're going to talk more about that because we got the court dates and whatnot. And it's just a real unfortunate situation. I mean, nobody thought that they would be first. And I don't think anybody thought PVS was going to be first. That's for sure. Because they're probably one of the longest running uh, sessions for like six, seven years now. Six, seven fucking years you guys will be running in that location alone. They literally have been. That was probably their longest running location to this date. And if they can get pinched off. There's nobody in this fucking state that's safe. And that is my 100% opinion. So it's just really unfortunate tragedy how this happened last night. And uh, we have a a great panel we put together today of some awesome people. So I don't want to waste any more time. Uh, I think we're still waiting for Christina. I don't know if she's coming, but let's get into this shit. Let's bring in this panel Starting (coughs) Starting with the man Who I was talking to first This morning, last night I mean, me and me keep very close contact uh, Throughout this whole thing So let's bring in my man Lou Rinaldi, aka you know him From his Instagram page CTMMP Data uh, Up in the house And that's not all, we have also Joining us Joe LaChance, Joe the Weed Guy, deputy uh, of the CT Normal. And we have Kevin of Connecticut up in the house joining us, Connecticut Lifestyle Brand. We have KD, the Cannababery up in the house joining us. And we have the Terrapin Terpenes. We have a local grower right here up in the house. And Waverillo up in this bitch. I don't know if he's there, but we're... There he is, up in this shit. And last but not least, of course, we have Ganja Gals. Oh, wow. I didn't even think they were going to be joining us today. We have a huge panel we put together. And this is honestly the creme de la creme. I know there was a lot of people who probably did not want to take place. And uh, I know a lot of the vendors were there last night that we had uh, discussed about maybe calling on and obvious reasons. They were like, no, not till after court, which makes perfect fucking sense. So... Let's just get down to the nitty gritty. We got guys. We we suffered a great loss last night as far as the Canada community and what was um, PVS. And honestly, the OGs of the sessions in Connecticut. Mm. Um, I just want to go around and get uh, some quick opinions on what happened last night. Uh, Lou, I know you probably got a lot to say, so why don't you kick things off? Um, your opinion, just quickly, just want to run through everybody on what happened last yeah. night. First of all, hello, Peasy. Hey, everybody. Um, happy to be here again. Um, my thoughts on what happened is that it's still a very fluid situation. It's, um, you know, the one thing that sticks out to me the most is the idea that there was, you know, some some pretty clear evidence that it had been an issue with the, you know, the too hot for the spot, you know, for, for some time at that point. Uh, I just, I have that stuck in my head and I just keep coming back to that. And I'm sure we'll talk about that as well, but uh, we will. And um, I can honestly my, agree my, with you. My thoughts really just go to, you know, the, the folks who are impacted by this and hoping that we can 
support them collectively and, and really get the community to rally around them. We're going to talk a lot about that for sure. Joe LaChance, opinion, thoughts on last night? Yeah, well, I'm shocked, first of all, because those guys were one of the most low pro guys, people out there. Yes, agreed. Like you said, they've been doing it for years, and, you know, they really wanted to keep things on the low pro. And for them to get popped, and like Lou said, I think it was a matter of too hot for that spot, the neighbor's you know, started becoming aware of what was going on, probably because that it's been in the news, you know, and um, it's just a shame. My thoughts are the same. The the biggest people affected are the people who got busted, you know, bottom line. And those are the people that we need to support now. And, you know, as far as what we're doing, I did contact all the promoters and I wanted to, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, a lot of them wanted to be taken off of our calendar. And I understand why. Um, and, you know, right now, I think the best advice I could give anybody out there is stay as low as possible, members only, and switch locations if you can. Private property, too. You know, if you can move around locations, that's a big thing. That's a big help. Yeah, but it's it's going to just make the scene get a little bit smaller and a little more cautious, and maybe it'll help people to get a little more innovative with how they promote and you know how they set up and structure these things. Right, which is what I'm hoping for is to see a change in how we go about doing this uh thanks joe terrapin terpenes please uh your thoughts on last night from the perspective of a local grower yeah so i mean first of all i i my heart goes out to everybody who did get wrapped up last night in all of this nonsense you know a tank and a helicopter coming to wait a second i didn't hear there was a tank that showed up too oh yeah like an an armored military humvee and a helicopter. Wow. They only recovered two weapons, and my assumption is those were the security guards. Yeah. So it's kind of ridiculous, you know, given what we're seeing around this nation, that in Connecticut we get this type of police reaction to a cannabis event, but in Texas they're too scared to go into a school with an active shooter. Like, what's wrong with the police in this country? Man, that's, that's a huge What's point that I didn't even think about, honestly, up until this point. Like, and the fact that you said that they found the guns, which they returned to the people because they were registered and they were rightfully owned. So they had the rights for that. Yep. And, and I agree. All they found right now that we know of is weed and shrooms, which I get shrooms aren't right. exactly well, legal, but in the end, it's still plant medicine to, to us. Exactly. Exactly. And well, to, to the scientific community, as of late, if you look over the last month, there have been a number of articles discussing psilocybin and its use for anxiety, depression, and PTSD as an alternative to SSRIs and neuroinhibitors. So it's just, it's ridiculous that they're targeting farmers as opposed to the large scale corporate actors who are putting poisonous, moldy medicine on the dispensary shelves and into the consumer's wallets. That's a good way to look at it. KD up in the house. What up, homie? 
You're on mute, by the way, in case you didn't know. Hiya. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's um, up? Recommended, by the way. Lou said you were definitely a person we need to have on this panel. So I want to definitely hear about your opinion on what happened last night. Um, it was one of those things where you see the first domino fall, um, and you worry that it's going to be a common thing. And by the first domino, there was an event that was rated in Hartford a few weeks ago. Um, and once you see and hear that happening, you know that people are in the crosshairs. And so you're kind of just tiptoeing around, waiting, waiting, waiting. And to see it happen and to hear Portland and immediately know, I was like, I start looking at social media and I'm like, the fact that certain pages are quiet right now is worrisome to me and then my big fear was confirmed so that was you hear my voice trembling because i'm like thinking about these people and i feel bad that they have gotten caught up um for them to be as helpful and as generous um and to give back to the community the way that they do to be targeted in this way is just beyond unfortunate so i look forward to being on the other side of this um and getting to a point where I'm looking at the powers that be that are holding, uh, you know, lofting up the dispensaries as the place to go for cannabis, um, promoting, you know, moldy weed, as it's been pointed out, um, they're holding them, you know, and, and parading them in front of people. And it's like, I, we need a, an accounting for this. Someone needs to be held responsible. Someone needs to look at the way that this is going on. You have people producing, you know, above spectacular, but clean meds for the community and yep. to watch them be targeted again and watch people who have done a complete disservice to the plant be promoted and be, you know, touted as the heroes in this situation um, is, is very upsetting. So it's like, where do we go to get an accounting for this? Because it's like bizarro world the way this has all gone down. So I'm I'm not shocked that it happened. I am shocked at who it happened to. Um, Agreed. Because I, yeah, I cut yeah. my teeth with them like within the last two years, we'll say. Um, knew nothing of cannabis events prior to that. So they were doing their due diligence to keep things wrapped up, as it were. So shocked that it happened to them. And like I said, look forward to being on the other side. Yeah, I hear you definitely, Kevin from Connecticut. Your thoughts? Yeah, this is a this is a mess we got in our hands. Uh, thoughts go out to everybody. They got got wrapped up. Uh, this is, I think, like the growing pains of legalization. The first couple of years of legalization, especially in an East Coast state where it's not the Wild West over here. The, the people are really tight about their stuff, and the fact that they had to let go of legalizing weed in the way they did. And then they marched back and said no gifting. And then we're pushing back and doing these parties. So it's going to be the cat and mouse game back and forth. Uh, the activism can't stop. We got to keep on working. We got to keep on building as a community, depending on each other, growing our movement to where we can push back on these legislators and say we want parties or like uh, like people are doing, boycotting the dispensaries. Like we're just not going to give you our money. We're right. going to go somewhere else. And if enough real smokers, real people out there who our, our users don't want to dispense food. They can't sustain themselves off of, of newbies. They can't. Right. No, can't. not at all. So as long as we 
we kind of we got to keep on talking like this. We got to keep on having discussions offline, talking to each other in person, coming up with creative new ways to do what we've always done. Uh, maybe we bit off. Maybe we were too hot ourselves. Maybe we were we are on the Internet now. We were enjoying legalization to the fullest like we thought we could. Maybe that was a, a, a no, no on our side. Um, my thoughts are just really out to the folks who got wrapped up in this. Uh, Connecticut, we were actually supposed to be there last night. Our intern Sawyer was making this move down there. Wow. And uh, his car breaks down. And he has huh. to. That's to divine hey, intervention. <laughs> yes, sir. I had to go back home. So I'm getting frantic, like, uh, IG messages and text messages. Hey, you guys all right? You guys good? You guys good? And I'm like, uh, I think Sawyer's all right. You can text me back home. Uh, then I find out everything that happens. I'm like, oh, shit. That could have been us. By, like, by whatever. Like, nope. it's it's crazy. We just got to stick together, guys. I hear you. Wave Arillo. My man, I know he's got a lot to say. <laughs> My man was popping off last night yeah, on, the, yeah. on the CTMMP live. It's a, sad day. It, it's a sad day for Connecticut. Period. Facts. Who wants to get caught up in a bus, lose their product, lose, lose everything they worked hard for? You that- know, I've been around the scene just as you know, where I I know PVSM personally, and it's sad to say that had to happen to them because you know they did run us a, a strict structure, and it's sad to see that happen. But people are getting loose with putting the addresses out there, and you know, I could go on, but a lot of people ain't gonna like what I gotta say. But at the end of the day, this is a domino effect that's happening in Connecticut if people don't see it. Look what happened in Hartford. Now, you know, in Portland, what's going to be next? Whoever does a party from here on out, they're just stupid, to be honest. And and it's just ignorant. Right. Definitely 100%. It's unfortunate this is the case, though, but this this is where we're at right now, man. It is. It's real unfortunate. And, you know, and how, how, you know, people go from here. Well... They already know about the parties if they hit if they hit PVS. Yeah, they gotta do, know. Do they know think- everything else. So at the end of at the end of the day, it's just that now everybody gotta play it safe. Little small parties, it doesn't matter. People are gonna have what they have on their table, and you can't really control that. And now with the mushroom thing in Connecticut and all that, people gotta come to reality. This is Connecticut. People are still on the news every day getting busted with a pound. Right. We're not going to sugarcoat shit. Let's let's get real here. Every day, it doesn't matter whether you're in Hartford, whether you're in Danbury, whether you're in New London. They're still busting people either on the highway or just even small amounts. So people are getting too comfortable, celebrating too comfortable. Right. Yeah. It's true, though, and you now know, and now we're in a situation where we have it's legal to a certain extent, mind you. But I did over ten years behind the prison system. Just because it's legal, it's legal to a certain extent. Yeah, exactly. The amounts legal if you got this. <laughs> yeah, if you got that, yeah. But being reality, none of us is on that tier to have that to be up there to have that money for that. These are hardworking families that, that just got, you know what I'm saying, wrapped up. Yep. People don't think like that. They got kids. Are they thinking about that? No. no. People are getting just too loose with it. Now, you know, the whole state of Connecticut's in danger. I'm surprised that there's still people trying to run events this weekend. Yeah. We got a lot of them. 
But I literally posted. I was like, "This is not like what kind of people do that stuff." After like, how are you not looking at last night's situation and saying, "Okay, well, I definitely don't want this to be me. I'm definitely gonna need to take a step back." You know, not- nobody wants that. No, but how? But I, I wouldn't wish that on nobody. But it's just got too reckless, and you know, look look at the effects that people got to go through now. And see, it's not right. Know, I don't even know if it's reckless. Like we. We were trying to play by the rules, quote unquote. But like, yeah, we, we were pushing it a little bit. Yeah, but like, I, I think it's definitely heavy handed. I think like the helicopters, the the whole SWAT tank. Yeah, I think they were sending a message. I definitely think the state was sending a message, and a strong one that they're not messing around. Yeah, and I think it's important that we this heed is the state that. State of Connecticut. Yeah, it happened in Massachusetts too. The same thing happened. They busted the biggest one. It was at the Spencer Fairgrounds. I remember that. Happened every month. And they busted the biggest one right off the bat. And then they went after a couple small ones. But busting that biggest one scared everybody enough to stop doing events for a while. You know, and, and, you know, it was like over a year or two years. Yeah. And if they were doing them, they were very small, low pro on private property at people's homes. I remember they busted that big one with Jadakiss that he he was at. Yeah. it, It So they did the same thing in mass, but, and it was the same thing because they, they hesitated on starting the legal sales. There was a big gap and it had to be filled. But, you know, the state wasn't having that. So we, we, we definitely need to heed this message because that's what the state was sending. Big message with tanks and all that. <laughs> it's a big fucking message. Christina, yeah. thank you for joining us. I wasn't sure if you were actually going to show up. What are your thoughts on the message the state sent last night to the rest of us, pretty much? I think it was absolutely heavy handed, regardless of how loud or how out there we maybe were. Cannabis is a plant. Um, This economy has existed for generations. You know, you can't just come in and swoop in and say, well, this is mine now. I'm going to eat all your food and expect for people to just cease and desist what they're doing. Um, People utilize this economy and they have been for, for generations. I think it's really, really sad that Connecticut took this approach and this was their approach prior to a legislative, um, an election year. I think that they are really putting their, you know, they're putting their foot in their mouth. Um, It's not going to look good. The narrative is not good. Um, You know, when you look at the news stations, a lot of folks didn't, didn't realize that this had even happened um, unless you were in the inner circle because it was not highly, you know, highly projected on the news because I, think they know this was a heavy-handed situation for what was involved and the people that were involved pbs was one of the quietest events um but at the same time you know it was a small scale event people were still let in it doesn't matter how big or how small um when you're dealing with the general public and you're letting people come in and, and do these things there is a level of risk that is assumed by the vendor the promoter the person who owns that property Um, And as much as it sucks, I think we can use this as a catalyst for making sure that people are being more mindful. People are educating uh, each other in the community and and keeping an eye out for these type of things. Um, I I think it's wrong. Um, And I think that now is a good time for us to use this um, to come forward and, and let them know that, you know, this is not okay and that real people were really hurt. Um, by 
by this. Uh, we were made promises during the legislative uh, last legislative session that nobody's going to go to jail. Well, that's never changed. Um, before gifting, people were going to jail. Uh, before that whole legislation came forward, during that whole time, people were going to jail. And we're talking patients. We're talking people getting arrested. People may not think that's been happening, um, but it's been ongoing. Um, and it might not just be highlighted, right, in other states or, or in general life. So um, now is the time maybe we can just all come to, come together and, and fight against the real problem here. <laughs> Right, which is Connecticut. <laughs> right, and I don't Just think me, that, huh? I, I really think that it's really what we see in other states as well when the legal market is about to come online that is taxed and regulated. Um, so in mass, you know, a lot of that was right prior to these legal markets really getting going and getting their hands in there. Um, and I think other states, if you looked around, would, would have that same kind of timeline of events. Uh, Connecticut just went a little overboard. <laughs> I of think course. it's absolutely ridiculous what they did last night. I don't think, I don't think any, 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 honestly, any event deserved that kind of response. Like they could have sent a few cops out and got that shit shut down. Like there was no need to like bust out everything they had, you know. But it's been, it's been pointed out that they're trying to send a message, and it's like we're we're watching. And I, I like you said, people if people are still trying to do events this weekend, question mark, question mark, what are you thinking? Because I, the other or the rest of the message is we've already seen you and we see you. And that if they saw you at one, we don't know who's been tailed, who's been followed. So at this point, if the biggest can go where, you know, a lot of known vendors were, these vendors were in other places. Yo, they could have places to take take heed. Like yeah. they're watching. They could have had undercovers I, at any event. Every single event in the state of Connecticut has had an undercover agent walk through your market and or record something by the end of april every single one i'll be i'll be 100 flat out honest with you guys all right i'll tell you straight up i got i got a tip off on tuesday night that my pub pub bash event i was gonna throw saturday was going to was on the radar the middletown pd they were asking someone else about it and what they knew about it and then that was brought to my attention and I immediately said, well, fuck that. Like, that's you, like, I'm not taking any risk if that's the case. Like, but I'm saying to you, like, if they already know, and I literally just started, like, there's so I mean, I, like we've run three events. You know what I mean? Like, if they already know about me, then they know about anything going on in the state. You know what I mean? And that's how I'm looking at it. How do we have above board parties and enjoy legalization the way that we want to enjoy legalization? How do we well, do that in this? That's state? the question. That's a I great think, question. It, I think it doesn't involve sales, unfortunately. Yeah, like a, par a, par a party is a party and your sales are individual on a delivery basis. But yeah, it's the right table. Now, these organized, setup. These organized markets are, are really going to hurt folks more than they're going to help folks. And if we're all being honest, attendance hasn't been great at them of late anyway. Yeah, I think the promoters need to, to to start getting together and talking more instead of fighting. 
basically. Second, I think these events, if you look on Instagram, they are all obviously cannabis events. When you see Puff Puff Bash, you know it's a weed event. You know, so maybe you just start putting out, uh, you know, your your promotion and change the names of the events. So they're no longer, I mean, the people who follow you know what they are. So you change the name to something that doesn't look like cannabis. You don't mention vendors. You don't put anything cannabis on it and make it just like it's a music show. And I'm not saying do this right away. Or a party or something. Like it's just a party. Now those who know, know. And that's it. That's probably the, one of the ways. That's just one that came off the top of my head. When you mentioned Puff Puff Bash, I'm like, well, sure. If I, if I was a cop and I saw that, I would think right away it was a weed event. You know, and then you look at Instagram. If I was a cop and I'm looking for weed events, the names give it right away. But the problem so, is, right, Joe? So, like, that's, I get what you're saying, not to cut you off. But if, right, if cannabis is legal... Right, and we wanted to throw an event where you can openly consume cannabis, right? That's, That's different, right? But is it not the same type of promo? Like you're still promoting a weed event, so it's like the question is: is what kind of what definition of this has to come through here? If it, if it's a BYOC, there's no issue. Connecticut, has yeah. That's a good point. That's a good what, point. What Kevin? Yep. Yeah, like, yeah, if it's a BYOC, there's, there's no problem. Depending yeah, on the location, doing the person's and tokes all the time where property. it's just consumption. Yeah. So you, that's it. So technically, technically, it's, as long as it's dependent. bring your own weed, yes, that's that's in the law. That if you're charging at the door, you cannot even give a gift, right. a true real gift of a cupcake with weed in it or a goodie bag with a joint in it. Um, that's a part of the law, and that's a sticky part of the law because the the problem is it's up for interpretation. Like these type of events or the, the events that have gotten shut down so far, they have been investigated for months. Um, so it's not just on a hunch. It smells like weed in there. It's not just, oh, I see people backpacking in and out of here every week. Um, it's really heavy traffic. These are month-long investigations. Um, so that means that, you know, <sighs> so open for interpretation but at the same time this is not they're well executing this on the state's level and they're right. getting charges that are going to fucking stick and that's scary um somebody just put up on the uh on the comments there that what if people started doing all their business digitally whereas yeah. there was never any money exchanged it still can be traced i i believe right i mean there's a footprint there so that may be a temporary solution but they'll catch on to that real quick oh so fast <laughs> yeah, i guess it's not a solution though because the new tax laws after like 600 oh, right. that's what i'm saying that's right on a digital app all of that is tracked and portion taken for uncle sam and so you're literally putting your vendor and your whole business out there. Now, Jordan, you do a membership model where there is no money charged at the door, correct? Uh, so there, there was there was money at the door, but uh, New England's finest has currently ceased operations. Right. Um, we, for a number of reasons, uh, just you know, weren't grabbing enough attention, um, and. Saw things were getting hotter in the in the community. 
So yeah, we we cut it a couple of weeks ago actually. Um, so, but yeah, no, we had a we had a membership. Um, it it was a one time fee for the membership, and then there was a, a small fee at the door each month. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And again, legis legislatively, lawfully, you know, even contingent upon a membership, contingent upon yeah. any other circumstance, you know, that's that's yeah. going to be a problem. Um, but what yeah. I what I think we can do is remember that we still all have our state legislators. They watched what we just went through with this gifting. They've talked to a lot of us. We've reached out to them over this past couple months. Legislative session might be over, but those are still your legislators until we're coming up for another vote, right, or, or whatever. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. So important to let them know. I know I reached out to a lot of my legislative friends today and said, yo, you seen this? This is crazy. Um, and a lot of them were really taken back and said, damn, I'm going to call another legislator friend and let them know. And maybe we can, you know, back you guys and let them know that, you know, this wasn't the intention. Um, so... So try, trying to move forward and just see what we can do now. It's so sad that somebody's child last night waited for them to come home and they didn't come home. Yep. It's really sad that people lost everything and now they're facing things like eviction and, and hunger and not being able to pay their bills. Um, so we have to look at moving forward, A, getting the backing of our legislators who we've spoken to, the ones that have spoken up for us, um, and let them know what's going on. A lot of them don't even have any idea. And, and we all know that this was not the true intent of the law to hurt people in that manner. Um, so, you know, kind of highlighting that and the real sadness of what that means for real people in our community and maybe reaching out to some of our news connects, um, getting together for some fundraising for those individuals, maybe for things like groceries or, you know, to help them hire an attorney or, you know, most of these people are depending upon this income. Um, so, you know, legislative stuff, call your legislator, call call the attorney general, ask him if he approved this, ask him why he's working with the federal government while they're breaking federal laws um, to yep. hurt people in our communities that rely upon this and have existed within this market for generations <laughs> before they got here. Um, you know, so those are things like that we can do in our community. I know we're going to be looking at rallying at the, at the courthouse, uh, on the 6th, 7th and 8th, because it looks like that's the span of when the court dates have been dealt for these individuals that will give a lot of us an opportunity to be there. I will be there each day. Um, so if anybody would like to join me, there's three separate days. You can be there, hold a sign, um, show some unity, show some support, let them know we're real people, um, that can be really hurt. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm hoping to get out of this is what do we do moving forward? How can we help individuals who a have been hurt now have been hurt in the past? Um, and also will continue to be hurt because this market will not cease to exist. People depend upon yeah. this. Um, it may slow down. People may be afraid, but I think it will still happen. And that means that people will still be hurt. Um, so we have to be ready for that and, and gear up for, um, you know, really standing strong as a community. You know, looking back, I understand that helps us to make better decisions in the future. Um, but forward is the real direction we need to look. Time is moving by us fast. It's June. 
we should already be knocking on neighbors' doors, putting out campaigns to let people know what's happened over the last legislative session as these people are running for office again um, and seats again. Uh, so we have a lot of work in front of us. Uh, let's look forward and try to work together. There's some wonderful people on this panel, and I'm so grateful, um, PZ, for you having me here. I'm sorry, Osley, everyone. Oh, it's all right. Uh, about that. <laughs> we're about to get it in. It's, it's, you know, this is not brand new. They know who we are. They know what they did. Um, and, and we had made a demand back on April 20th, and it was to free all nonviolent cannabis offenders, um, drop all their cases and erase their records at that point in time. Um, and I don't believe that's happened. And it's continuing to now put people at risk and, and incarcerate people uh, potentially. So uh, I think we need to stand on that and push that hard at the courthouse on those days and then look for all fundraisers and other activities people can do to help in the community contact your, your state rep. Hell so yeah. I want to piggyback off of something you just said, Christina, if I could real quick. Go ahead, Lou. Um, Hartford Councilwoman Tiana uh, Hercules is organizing uh, an expungement clinic uh, during the month of August and is currently looking for volunteers to assist with the effort. The goal is to process, uh, I think it, I think the target was like a couple hundred expungements. Um, and it just, it, it needs uh, it needs some help. It needs some volunteer work. So um, I, I've shared it previously. I'll share it again. Um, maybe I'll put the link in, in some of the chats. The other thing I wanted to say is Christina talked about, you know, people being hurt and that hurt takes a multitude of forms. There's obviously economic hurt. There's, you know, hurt to the, the stability of home and safety. Uh, but there's actually, uh, unfortunately, physical hurt involved as well. And one of the things that I would like to say to um, promoters who are going to be going ahead with business as usual is to consider some of the reports that we've been hearing coming out of last night where patients were handled roughly and physically mistreated and humiliated with no regard given to any of their ailments whatsoever and treated, you know, uh, you know, herded like cattle, essentially. Thank you. So when you go ahead and you and you go ahead with business as usual in the wake of what has happened here, you are inviting more of that. Please, please think and and you know, really consider the big picture here. We have to get creative. That's not to say, you know, you know, shut her down. It's, you know, there, there have to be creative solutions. There has to be, you know, th this conversation must continue. Speaking of creative solutions, Waverilla, you've been in the game since what, 2017, if not more than that. Like, what is your yeah. thoughts about how, what would you, you know, what your opinion on what we could do to cha change things around Connecticut to make it safer? It's hard. It's hard because, you know, Pandora's box is open. So it's just like, you know, you're playing in a rough state. Connecticut wants to govern their own laws. They they, they go back on their own laws. They don't play fair. Yeah. And it's not right. But at the end of the day, it's just like, how could things make better? It's just it's too early in legislation for, you know, for, for all this to happen, you know? Literally. I mean, they just they just put the, the, the gift ban in, in place like what feels like weeks ago. And here we yeah, are and, already. And, and that was probably the reason for them to push forward. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. As soon as they signed that law into bill, they they started moving. Yeah. Yeah, so, and it's not, I, it's, I, it's I mean, no longer safe. So. 
I honestly don't think so. What I what I think is when if if that were the case, what we would have seen there was the thousand dollar fines, certain people getting arrested. We would have seen the federal, you know, the uh, the tax people there doing their thing. What we saw was feds come in and arrest people for selling weed. Period. Um, I think if the point was to be made that we're going to give you thousand dollar fines, that would have been done. Um, there were people there that could have gotten thousand dollar fines. Um, I think it would have happened regardless. I really do. I think with with these shops about to open up, and these motherfuckers here trying to get the stranglehold on on the whole system, I, I think it was going to happen anyway. It, it's bound you know, to happen. It well, it was three month investigation, right? So they've been right. looking into this for a while. Right. They were just waiting to pull the trigger. Even that that goes right. back to even before they were even going to do right. the gift ban. Yeah, they no, were they watching PBS. But also, but also, I mean, uh, it's just uh, God. I lost what I was going to say. Fuck, if they infiltrated PBS, they infiltrated everybody basically. Right. So yep. it ain't safe. Yeah. It ain't safe. Yes, it's not it safe right safe. now. Let's get, get together. Let's put that time and energy into this. We gotta get let's, creative. We gotta get. Let's put that time and energy into this. and creative structures outside of things. For Maybe sure. we all buy a big giant house somewhere and fucking everybody use it privately or do whatever if it's a private residence. I don't know some outside the box shit to find a loophole in this thing. Like we're gonna have to keep on poking holes at it quietly until we figure out something that works. Uh, we got to stop beefing with each other on IG. That looks stupid, and that causes fractures, which causes easy ins for anybody trying to break. Oh, us up. we are yeah. far people, from a unified community people, right people, now. Far people from. People shouldn't be putting their, their addresses out. Period, man. That yeah. too. You're saying, "Hey, yeah. come over here. I'm, I'm over here." Hi. You know? <laughs> Hello. That makes it a public so we event. No longer that either. We don't want to no highlight that private. either. For sure. It's, it's perfectly no acceptable. Private. It's perfectly acceptable to go to a vendor or an event, which I'm not. I'm not. I don't fuck with. But to go to them and say, "Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you put your address on there? You're putting everybody at risk." Hey, why would you do this? You know, just you know, what the fuck? It's become and, it's, it's become a greed game. Everybody wants the money. Hundred percent. I feel like anybody who's still oh. running this weekend. That's that's. That's it. That's the only reason I can think of that they would ever put anybody in danger. The almighty dollar. Yep. A lot of people came in and they saw that they, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it too. So that's why you started seeing so many of these events pop up all over the place because everybody's like, oh shit, I want to get down on the cash cow. And then look what the fuck happens, you know? And when you have, before we only had in Connecticut, before there was ever all these events happening now, there was like three. Right. We had maybe Twin Roots, PBS, and like Empire or something. Like there was only a handful, if that. Now, on any given weekend, there's 15 events happening. Right. It's like we, it's almost like you just, like we asked for it. In a way. Well, here's the thing is there's a demand for the supply. If there's a demand for the supply and the demand can't be met within reasonable bounds, then what the fuck do they expect, right? Oh, Everybody I agree with that. Something. Um, and, and for moldy weed. Nobody wants it. So, like, nobody's going to these damn dispensaries whenever the hell they open. Like, they can open That's why cats tomorrow. are like, you're, you're going to go to the dispensaries and continue your protest? Well, I was gonna, but now we'll be at the courthouse instead 
because yeah. a the dispensaries are fucking dead they're not dead like friday nobody's going in and out of there i saw 10 patients at arrow on a friday busiest time of the day nobody wants that shit it's garbage right yeah. and to some right. degree Rest in peace to the dispensaries all right, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's so um, fucking true. I heard the same thing about Willowbrook. I heard it's dead. Tax dollars moving in or out. What we advocate for is free market capitalism, letting the market decide, reducing barriers to entry to the market. That is that is revenue generating. What happened last night was, you know, a three to four month investigation plus all that OT plus. You know, the fuel for the chopper, everything that goes along with that, the fucking armored personnel carrier thing, you know. All yeah, how much did up. that cost the state? How much did that exactly. cost the taxpayers? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get some freedom of information requests submitted right. for, you know, an itemized. Oh, itemized man, list. get their FOIs. I want to see dollar amounts. I want to know how much the taxpayers of Connecticut spent yeah, bad idea. for this G.I. Joe bullshit, you know, yep. flex last night. Why can't we, you know? uh, why can't we, like, instead of having them tax us $1,000 for gifting or whatever, why can't we make that, like, a license? Like, the minimum license is $1,000 and you can be a That's mom a- and pop vendor. Like, that's a that, conversation that, with your legislator. A conversation yeah. with taxes, you pay your thousand dollars, the state gets a little but because that's obviously what they want out of all this. And somebody pays their taxes, it's a legal fucking business. And then now you like you said, it's the lower the barrier of entry. Uh now you're in competition with the dispensary. And you, I'm not going to the dispensary, I'll go to the local my own But like I think that's a better way for the state to get along with the community because we're we're still gonna we're a power we're a force we're still gonna do what the hell we're gonna do and they're still gonna have to compete with us so we have to negotiate with them ways to where we can live and eat and do what we want to do need to do are going to do anyway and then that fucking bring a helicopter to our parties we're about solutions right we're about workable tenable solutions that benefit all the people of connecticut not just some people in connecticut right and we're open to that we're always open to having that conversation so i know they're watching this have the conversation you talked about bringing us to the table you talked about we're going to have a seat at the table and have input you know let's get it going let's get some dates on the calendar we're ready let's have that conversation let's go i would would love to see they canceled our comment period (laughs) right I, I would love to see them invite some growers to offer up our data from the labs that show little to non-existent mold contents, high terpene, high cannabinoid versus every single report. Not just a few, but every single nasty report from these commercialized operations. None of them are clean. So the main yeah, well, issue what, ha- is, what happened to the audits that were supposed to happen annually? Right. They were supposed mm-hmm. to get audited. Where's the results of those audits? You know? But look at all the time and energy that the state has put in now to this situation. When they time to build with our community and reach out. Just like when I say people, instead of bashing each other on IG, hit, hit each other up with a message. What the fuck is the problem? Yeah. That's, um, and uh, it's the same with your state representatives. So your state representative, your lawmakers, your your city and town councils, those are going to be your people. 
um, and letting them know, like you said, you know what I mean? Why can't we do this this way and give this thousand dollar fee to be a caregiver and help people in my community provide an alternative option? Why can't we have a testing facility when we're allowed to grow cannabis and share it? And how is that not a public safety and consumer awareness issue? Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the fact that the state dropped the fucking ball and the ball that they picked up hurt many people who are real people in, in real life situations um, really looks bad during an election season and during this any time, really. Um, but I think that our community can use that to its advantage and it's going to um, to make sure that the world is aware that they are still incarcerating people for plant based medicines that have been proven effective, not only effective, but fucking essential. And the state is not providing that, period. So if you're not providing me something you've said to be essential and I have no other options, how are you then arresting the people providing this critical, crucial community service to people in our in our, in our state? So um, let's try yeah. to highlight that as a community, support the community that's within us, whether or not you get along with somebody, it's easy to refrain from having a fucking public display of fuckery. Like, that's it. Yeah. Just refrain to Jordan's from that shit. Point, so that we need, we we need in-state lab access. We need in-state yeah lab access and i think we talked about this a little bit last night um but my understanding is that northeast laboratories is working on some sort of a pilot program or they have like something that they're cooking up to allow for in-state access um i if that ends up being true i salute them for that effort because that is in, part of the way that we get to where we need to be it's a foundation in lieu of that or until that eventually happens, I am more than willing to take any farmer's sample directly to MCR labs in Framingham because they happily test individual yeah. home samples. They'll take your money. We just, we just don't want to lean on that because we deserve to have that right here. We deserve to have that at the inception of this medical program. Yep. It should have been. You're right. But, but at the same so, time, you know, the community also could have been way more active when the legislations were coming up. All right. And I'm not going to rustle some feathers the way I'm saying this right now. But the truth is, if the amount of people that showed up to these fucking events every weekend had been going showed up to at the, the legislator, right? Then we might be in a different position right now. And I'm not even to say I'm not. just as guilty because, you know, we all know we all have jobs and it's not easy to be up there. But if we had also put in, I think, just a little more effort, we might have seen a different outcome. And that's that's the honest truth from my point of view. That's keeping it blunt. I'm telling y'all, I see how many people show up to these events on the weekend. And then I see pictures from when, like, said the gift gang was up there every fucking Wednesday. And they're, and not to knock you guys, but I saw 15, 20, 25 people. There should have been hundreds. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, what, that's how we're going to make, that's how we're going to make that change. This though. is historically how the state is. We, Christina knows, we used to get <laughs> so, so frustrated. It's like, we have 5,000 freaking patients. We're fighting for your rights. Where the frick are you? Where are the patients supporting the people who are trying to help them? You know? So, uh, so I would It's never, an age-old right? problem. I, yeah. I would say that we really did get a lot of support, you know, and I don't hold it against anybody for not supporting the heavy stigma, the amount of 
shit in everyone's life that they have going on. Like, it just makes it that much more important that we do what we can and remember that other people may not be able to do what we can. Maybe, you know what I mean? And that's okay. Um, but I'm hoping also that people see, like, you know, we need, we do need to be more active legislatively. We need to make a conversation with our state representative, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, and just let them know, like, you know what I mean? This, this, we're humans, they're humans. Like this is archaic law that's based in racism and it's continuing to be being fed um, throughout that whole legislative session. It was a fucking joke to everyone that sat in there. As I sat in court facing eight years, it's a joke to everyone in that room that I'm a medical patient. Medical patients have been shit on for the past eight years, extorted by the state. Yep. You know, just straight shit on. Yep. Um, Program so was garbage even, from the beginning. So bad. So so even though, right, we should have and could have and would have had more support and it may have had a difference currently, it may not have. Who the fuck knows? At the same time, everyone who can do something should do something. And, and I hope that that, you know, even though it didn't go our way, it will highlight that. Yes, we do need you now. We need you to now come forward. Be a more voice, than ever. Be strong. Support your community, whatever that means to you. Um, and, and and don't don't fall in because I feel like there are there's a lot of what do you call those prohibitionists those are real people prohibitionists are the are the re they're real and they will they will infiltrate your community community paid lobbyists people that are trying to divide us the state trying to divide us um just be mindful of that and, and don't worry about who did what or who didn't do what just do what you can when you can um and play your yeah. part for as sure. the cannabis community we got to rise above what normal society is which is divided we need to and be united you know that's that's the whole point this is why i do green haven media this is the whole thing there needs to be a united cannabis community it's not about how much money people are going to make it's not about territory this is about this is about the survival of the cannabis community from making sure that it doesn't turn into a corporatized <laughs> monopoly and this goes for even when they start legal sales we have to still stay on top of the state and all the operators to make sure they're doing business correctly all the and whole four <laughs> i feel like they're going to take forever to get anything else up and running yeah no it, it's, that's, the plan. it's uh, that's the plan and this is why that these events are that the legacy market i'm not necessarily saying these events the legacy market needs to continue to thrive no matter what you know matter in what form it is a necessary function of the community and and splintering off and infighting is one way to make it go away you know right. And if we have to move backwards and go back to a delivery only system and kind of slim down the events, then that's how it has to be. I'll tell you right while. now, Joe, that I'm glad you brought that up because I have seen multiple uh, vendors now who have taken a step back from doing events and have come up with a way and a system, right, to provide access to their stuff digitally. And they have like a whole group set up where you can go in, they, you know, they do delivery certain days and they'll post menus and then it's very private. You can't get in there. And 
that honestly might be the future because I've seen and heard how well these things work. I'm almost tempted to try myself, honestly. I think these these whole, if you've never seen these, these are great. And I see them popping up all over the place now. I think people are trying, you know, they're concerned for their safety. They're taking a step back. And the next logical step is to take a digital. It's not as personable or clearly as fun as going to an event. You know, but I wonder if that could be the way things move. That's Maybe, what I'm saying. I, like, I'm not, not mentioning any names, but folks run things digitally. Yep. You could even throw a party as long as you don't put it on Instagram, on social media. Yeah. I think those the doors and private applications are private. So, like, you kind of know who's coming in. Yep. I, I mean, I believe so. Unless somebody, I mean, they're cops. They probably fucking will sit there all year and wait for you to <laughs> party but anyway but like, I, I think that might be another way to eventually get people out and be together i mean connecticut that's that's our whole thing is getting smokers together right. uh we like being at these events because that's where the fucking smokers are so we're missing this just to just be in that action so we're trying to find ways of creating other places for smokers to be uh who comes is who comes you know like if we gotta like, take a step backwards if you bring a backpack to this event I don't feel like in the backpack, and you yeah, can, and you can meet friends and do whatever the hell you want to do. You're just doing a consumption event, a consumption friendly event, and that's exactly. it. But what's and not it, to say that they're I mean? not going to target that? It's a hike. It's a Speaking hike. of which, yeah, we're we're hiking in Hamden, on right? Saturday. And these are the kind of creative things, and I I constantly harp on this on the air, and I hope people get the hint. These are the kind of creative things that you can do and still do legally because it's just a consumption friendly it's event and it is outdoors friends. so it even it even goes with their strict regulations of where and when you can smoke it's outdoors mm -hmm. so um you know those are the kind of things that people need to start looking at and like you said if you bring a backpack oh well you know or if you do digital business there, you know, exchange information and meet up later. Oh, well, but it has to be like that. And, and, and hell, those things are a lot more fun anyway, right? You're actually doing an activity. You're still getting to socialize and be around with other cannabis smokers. Yeah. You know, and I see these paint and tokes that are the same way. You know, they're just painting and smoking, you know, whatever happens in between happens. Or that cranky Yankee yeah. nutmeg yeah. rally. The rallies, <laughs> you know? right. They're, they're, <laughs> they got jujitsu. Well, there's so many different events now going on. It's, it's cool. It's cool. There's and that's the thing, right? Event. That's the vibe. That's the vibe we wanted, right? So we wanted to make friends in our community. We want to educate the people in our community and build those relationships with those people and that that was really what i thought my biggest opportunity was at these events um as a vendor right so i stepped away because what the fuck am I, I can't not be here for my patients or my people um so you know i think that what what connecticut's doing is amazing i think that we all have the ability to do something similar and to help support people like kevin in the community that are doing these wonderful things and and looking at these creative ways um, to do them, like that, that's just so fantastic. Um, and it does protect our community. It also builds exactly what these individuals coming to a lot of these events are really missing, which is what camaraderie, support, companionship, education. They don't get that at the, at the dispensaries, you know, for the most part, it's, a tra it's very transactional. Um, and for some people, that's what they want. And I think somebody has mentioned that before, but 
Um, it's just not what it is when you're really trying to help people in your community and try to heal from prohibition. It's not transactional. We're all we're all fucking traumatized by the war on, on drugs. <laughs> is Milford so, still the only uh, spot, the only um, smoked you know, spot, designated spot in the state? They're the only. I almost got hit by a car. I over think they're there. the only <laughs> one that has actually set one. Yeah, but most people, any community that has marijuana businesses, you know, a lot of yeah. communities are banning them, but. They so are I guess supposed if, if to you have, have a designated wanna, smoke shop spot. I you want to get into some like guerrilla act and you know type <laughs> stuff. Uh, if you if you have a relationship with like somebody at a municipal level and you know the town is friendly to it, you know maybe nudge them in that direction. Like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we declared X Y Z? You know, a cool zone. For yeah, this? that's it. Find one in your yeah. Find one and, and suggest yeah. it because they're not going to go look. Milford's a very proactive exactly. City. They're not incentivized to do that. They would have no reason to right. do it. The only thing you could say is like, hey, there's a patient community of X and well beyond that um, who are voting. You know, or whatever. You know, however you want to frame it to them. You know, you can just might make be... you look good. Right. 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 <laughs> Yeah. I mean, these are the kind of creative solutions like Kevin was, you know, brainstorming openly earlier. I love that. I love this idea of like total just like grassroots come up with an idea. It may seem ridiculous, but try it, you know, try it out. If it works, cool. Maybe you get the result that you're looking for. Maybe it moves the needle forward a little bit, but it's not going to be just cookie cuttering the past. It's, it's going to be, you know, using your head for more than a hat rack. So let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah oh yeah we've got this we've shout got out it. shout out Waverillo again y'all because i just want to say this this is a this jealousy and gary payton cross has got me fucking lit right now <laughs> i'm choking like a motherfucker over here on this one i just want to say good fucking looks y'all <laughs> Don't break any more glass. You don't yo, need to be breaking any more glass. I, yeah, I know. I couldn't believe yeah. that shit, yo. Smoke with care. Yeah, I know. This shit, this shit should come with a motherfucking warning label, bro. <laughs> Dead ass, yo. Smoke with care. Oh, my God, yo. I love when I have to tell people, listen. What's all about, <laughs> man? So just to go through it, I just want to let everyone know there's a few things we're going to be working on. Uh, and the upcoming to help uh, with the relief efforts from last night. Um, we are planning on, uh, you know, we're working towards maybe doing some fundraisers um, in the upcoming weeks. So be on the lookout for that. There's going to be a lot of stuff we're going to be doing to try to raise money for the people who, you know, are facing difficult times right now. And we need help. Yes. And we <laughs> need sure. help. Yo. Yeah, so we need if there's anything I can do. You know, I don't know if we would use GoFundMe. They tend to be uh, and a lot of people. Re a lot of people reached out. Yeah. It's going to be a process. We're gonna, we're definitely gonna kill it and try to just not only help these individuals but build something ongoing that will be there for people as we transition, um, because there it is going to be a rough transition. You know, just a nice big in-person event we're thinking that we want to do and really bring the community together and try to do what we can, you know, you know, the whole food, music, whatever. And I could just do it like a little little party in a park or something and try to raise money for uh, those who have been affected from last night. So I just want to let you guys know, stay tuned for the announcement because we're hopefully going to be starting these soon, especially because, as you guys know, we just said, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are going to be stuck 
in court, uh, you know, soon as July 6th. So we want to make sure we yep, start so getting to work on that. Starting, starting tonight, all seed sales through my website, 25% of those sales are going to go to the efforts to uh, help fund the lawyer fees and any other fees necessary for those who have been uh, caught up in all this nonsense. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. 25% right there. Make sure you guys, what's the website? Uh, it's terrapinterpenegenetics.com. That's a long you one, find but terrapinterpenegenetics.com. Find it through my in- Instagram on my profile page, terrapinterpenegenetics. Dude, you could have just done like ttg.com or something. That would have been way easier. I know, man. I know. There's a lot of stoners out here. Who's going to fucking remember? You know, I had to go back and like I'm trying to read the email you sent me. And I'm like, holy fuck. There's like 25 characters before the ad sign. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if I told you my last name, you would probably understand why I was all right. With, with so this, name like this. this is actually a bonus I, for you. <laughs> I know that the people that I know that the people that are all affected are very humbled by the fact that the people in the community have taken the time to come together. And I think, you know, try to make sure that those people are OK, um, you know, obviously considering um, those a lot of those individuals have reached out and said like thank you, you know, and they're they're very touched by the fact that we're going to be rallying at the courthouse and that, you know, unfortunately they were made an example of by Connecticut in some way, shape, or form, um, and hurt and patients were hurt again. Um, thank you for bringing that up, Lou. Patients were hurt and held hostage yesterday, um, hostily by the police and the federal whoever's. Um, so you know. Let's keep our brain in this for for those individuals and and for the people who have been hurt in the past up to this point, um, and stay focused. And I, I'm so excited for that event, a uh, party in the park, uh, rally in the park, yeah, well, fundraiser in the we gotta, park. We're gonna, we haven't we we come up with a name yet, but it's it's a it's a to be determined. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, really excited. Stay yes, tuned for really the announcement. And thankful. That's awesome. I do want to go ahead and do a final thoughts around the the room here before we uh, close up shop. I appreciate you guys staying, uh, sticking around with me for so long tonight. I know everyone's got busy uh, lives and families, but uh, I just want to go around the room. Whoever wants to start uh, final thoughts on the state of the state. Joe, the chance. Well, all right. I I just want to tell everybody. I know you're itching for it. To stay strong, well, I never want to be the first. To stay strong, <laughs> stay safe, communicate with each other, and really think about what you're doing out there now. Um, you know, and it's it's most important right now that um, you know, and I just want everybody to know that whatever we can do on the radio show through Greenhaven Media as far as fundraising. We will do. Please let us know. The community always has our 100% support, especially the legacy market. So if anybody, you can contact me personally. If you have ideas you want to brainstorm, I'm always available. So you can, you know where to find me. I'm right there on Facebook and IG. You can always message me. 24-hour radio time. Let's do it. We can do whatever, man. I'm ready. Oh, we could totally do that, dude. Are you, are you kidding me? You want to do a telethon? Yeah. 
Let's I'll fucking do, do this shit. I'll do an hour. Let's go. You want to do a fucking telephone? Split it up in. between me and PZ. <laughs> we'll just get everybody sure. up in here. <laughs> we could definitely set something like that. All day. Everybody gets 15 Even minutes. Do a fundraiser online like that. Yep. Yeah. It's true. It's true. 24 hour stream. Chop it up into blocks. Yeah. Companies can sponsor. I'm totally down. Same thing. And that's how I. So my final thought. Hey, but we're not in COVID anymore. So let's let's do something in person. That's how I know this community is going to be all right. Is because we're creative. We'll figure out ways to survive. We have up to this point, and now with legalization, there's going to be some nuances to it. Some ways we got to weave around and work around it. Uh, Negotiations we got to do. But like Joe said, you know, just be strong, communicate. We'll be fine. I have a. I have an unsubstantiated uh, breaking, I hope this is fake, about 10 unmarked cars in New Haven heading to Turpy Thursday. Uh, I'm really hoping that that is not accurate. How do they know they're headed to Turpy Thursday, though? They They get out now. Game over. Just send them a message right now. Yeah. I hope that's not I true. I want every, everybody to stay safe. Look out for your loved ones and the other caregivers in this community. If you don't hear from somebody or if you see something crazy, say something to that person. Um, you know, if you feel some type of way, go with your gut. Yeah, I just uh, I want to reiterate what a lot of other people have said. You know, stay safe out there. Um, please don't don't put other people at risk and throw events right now. It's just not worth it. Uh, let's nope. let's take it a little slower. Uh, do some deliveries for a little bit. Think of some innovative ways. Uh, but let's let's be smart about this. Let's not add fuel uh, for the state to try and use against us. Um, again, I'm going to be offering 25%. I just put up my QR code on my story. I also sent it to Greenhaven and Peasy. Um, all seed sales through that? the end of July, 25% of the proceeds will go to the families uh, to combat legal fees and just their basic needs. Terpene, terpene genetics. Yes, com. sir. <laughs> com. <laughs> KD, final thoughts? Um. It's interesting because uh, some high thoughts have kind of been sitting with me have been just the way that I personally consume anything. And my thoughts have been, you know, I need to localize everything that I do. I don't want to be a mass consumer. I want to be able to say I know where this was grown or where this was made. And I want to start supporting local. And that was on a personal level. But now, you know, like I said, after seeing the whole thing in Hartford, it was like... (sighs) We need to start getting back to grassroots, you know, getting back to um, small things, getting back to the interpersonal um, aspect of consuming cannabis. Um, And in doing that, we will regain some connections maybe that we lost in these larger markets. Um, The variety is always, you know, something to be craved. I cannot lie about that. You know, the variety is always amazing. I love variety. Um, that, you know, that's, that was the draw for me. So I hear you on that hundred um, percent. But the idea of just localizing and, and getting back to doing things small, 
Um, it's okay to rest. It's okay to reset. It's a, it's okay to uh, realign yourself more. It's like that's where I was thinking. And getting back to the business, um, it's okay to rest. That's what we got to do now. It's okay to realign yourself more. It's like that's where I was thinking. Where's that coming from? <laughs> Wave Final thoughts. Everybody stay safe, man. They, they, they ain't, it's the domino effect. Like I'm, like I was saying, if people still doing parties, they putting people at risk, man. Period. Heard that. Especially <coughs> as you all saw. <coughs> God damn. I'm sorry. This should fucking be up. Oh my god, you don't want to be fucking Ooh, Have you gotten any further information about that unsubstantiated report yet? Um the person who reported it said they personally are okay and they think it's a lie. So I'm not I'm not considering it a, an active problem at the moment. Okay, bye, stay safe. Literally stay safe, y'all. That is <laughs> The message of the day. Listen, I just want to shout like out. still illegal, man. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to shout out everybody that tuned in tonight. Huge, huge amount of the community was here. We had well over 100 people watching the live tonight, uh, which just goes to show you, you know, that, that the community, they do care. They want to know. They want to know. So shout out everybody. That was tuned in tonight. Yo, love you guys. Uh, shout out, obviously, to this amazing panel. Lou, Joe, KD, Terrapine, Terpene Genetics, Kevin, and the Christina Eva, and Wave Arillo up in the house. Yo, you guys have been all amazing, and I appreciate you guys giving your time to me and the community tonight. So thank you so much. Thank you, Thanks, Peasy guys, man. Thank you. Right. We're at the courthouse. Yes. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Middletown. It's going down to be bought another epic episode. We're breaking ground every fucking week, baby. Shout out Stray Kings and uh, Wave Arillo for the. Strain of the evening, Gary Payton crossed with jealousy. That shit got me fucking twisted. I'm about to go make me a fucking sandwich or some shit. I'm fucking lit right now. <laughs> you already know. That's what it's all about. You're bringing the community together. Shout out everybody. Just absolutely everybody. I love all you guys. Uh, we're keeping this shit strong. Stay tuned. I will always bring you the breaking news in Connecticut. And I will always bring up the hard discussions. And I'm glad that I can get the community to come together. I mean, the panel tonight, I'm sure not everybody, you know, gets along behind the scenes and everybody put their shit aside for this. And that just shows you that this shit is bigger than us. So we got to stick the fuck together. And that's it. Next week. Next week, <laughs> we do uh, no show. And then on the 30th, we have a huge guest, uh, a legendary grower for those of you who are farmers and local growers. One of the most infamous growers from the Emerald Triangle of California, 
featured on such shows as uh, Weed a Kit and a bunch of Netflix specials. You can find them on YouTube. Swami. Swami's going to be live on the show. This dude's a fucking legend. So if you want to grow weed or know more about growing weed, this is the episode you want to be at. So make sure you guys are tuned in because this is literally an absolute legend. You don't believe me? Go YouTube it. You'll see what I'm talking about. I'll see you not next week, but the week after. Same weed time. Same weed channel.